Riding it. Yep. Yep. So. Twi'leks were always the hottest, right? Something about those fucking head tentacles. Oh, jeez. Oh, you couldn't help it. Oh, don't oh, jeez me. You knew you felt it, too. How could you not? I don't, I don't know what it, it was. Oh. I keep saying Sad or not, we oh. all were thinking the same thing. Something about those fucking head tentacles. <laughs> Previously right? last <laughs> week on Cock Die, the investigators <laughs> met a violinist in the Stumbling Tiger Bar by the name of Serena, and after drinking some fancy Japanese whiskey... You all found your land legs again and ventured into Shanghai. Burp. Hopefully Serena shows up in a moment. Burp de burp. Yeah, she had a little bit too much of that whiskey. Almost feels familiar. Right? That's character consistency. I like that. Yes. It's, it's weird not to be dragging one of our companions around on a little litter the whole time. <laughs> The shark eyes following you. They're just completely blacked out. <laughs> you set out and made your way to the boat of one Rudolph Carter, but were disappointed to find a seemingly empty apartment until, poking his head out the window, Frank found himself face to face with two men hanging off the building's facade. Asking them politely back inside with your guns, you saw uh, looking <laughs> a little rough but unmistakable. Roger Carlisle and Jack Brady now standing before you, bright eyed and bushy tailed, as you questioned them in their small Shanghai apartment. I uh, I kind of forgot we found the guy, didn't we? Mission accomplished. Found the guy. Game over. It's right here. It's we over. did it. We, we did won. it. Let's go back we home. We did it. We did it. Oh, we did it. Elias can rest easy. We found the guys. No, all right. Died and gave us his will to go find out what happened to the expedition. Yeah. So, Mister Carlisle, exactly what are you doing on this window? I, I shouldn't you be dead in Africa? Well, uh, you understand that my rumors of my uh, demise were greatly exaggerated. I'm uh. happy to say. Well, this is news to me in the world. Exactly why are you hiding out here in uh, China, then? Well, uh, not all the rumors about my demise were completely unfounded, you see. I had some people looking for me after the exploits of the expedition, and, well, they figured it'd be best that they didn't find me. I do look at this guy, and he has a very nervous and fidgety demeanor. He's uh, rubbing his hands together, kind of twiddling his thumbs, occasionally brushing or uh, running his fingers through his hair. Can I use psychology? Absolutely. Go ahead and roll up a psychology. Of course, I guess. I always have you on the wrong map. I think you have you guys on the right map. I was on the wrong map. I should probably get on El map to begin with. El map, eh? There will be combat tonight, so at some point in the next hour, please get on. Okay, 27. You 
would be able to tell with that role that this man is quite crazy. Insane. Bad shit. Mm. Well, that's not going to be particularly helpful then. Definitely not, no. Carlisle, Elias was looking into your death. Uh, I think you know of Elias, correct? Yes, I met the gentleman. He came here to Shanghai. We had the pleasure of speaking. Yes, well, he uh, he, he was under the impression that, uh, yes, you were alive. Uh, moreover, that there was some uh, nefarious going on. So we're going to need to know everything that you did there in Africa. Uh, post haste, sir. Well, I'd be happy to explain everything. I have you know that Jackson was a friend of mine, and I was quite disturbed to read of his passing as violent end there in New York. I'm terribly sorry. Seems like the people that have been chasing me finally caught up with him, and it's sad to say that these people mean business, and surprised that you would be able to look in and be willing to look into this matter, seeing how obviously vicious the enemies of Jackson have been. Well, they're not the only vicious ones. Hey, um, boss, I don't know if we should be talking to these folk. We don't even know who they are or if, in fact, they did work with Jackson. You guys look over and see a boulder of a man. One of my favorite descriptions. Nice. Yeah, ben Shapiro uses boulder of a man every single description of a guy he thinks is, like, super American and, like, salt of the earth. Six foot six. Boulder of a man. Now, I hate Ben Shapiro, but I do love uh, a boulder of a man. But I do love boulders. The boulders are great. Now, uh, yeah, Jackson is, uh, you look at the man tanned, well-rounded shoulders, cracks his knuckles. Apparently, he has earned the nickname Jackson, or uh, Jack Brass Brady for Noah. For no small matter, he is a buff gentleman. Good for him. Now hold on, Roger. I don't know if these people are hundred percent trustworthy, and don't go spilling the beans about your whole life just yet. Now you look here. How do you guys just come into this apartment, guns waving around, demanding answers? How do we know we can trust you? Sure, you say you knew Jackson, but, I mean, hell, a lot of people knew Elias, he's a famous author. How do we know you were actually in communication with him? Do we have any letters from him? Yeah, that's the question. I'll say you take a time, uh, you take the moment, and go ahead and pulling out the paperwork, the will of Jackson Elias mentioning each one of you by name, the different letters and correspondence you received from New York, detailing the dispersion, the distribution of his estate. You see that he, uh, Roger is going over these notes with a mixture of intense focus and then immediately losing interest while uh, Jack just fastidiously and calmly, methodically goes through the notes and sees that you guys are indeed who you say you are. All right, uh, 
apologize. I was a little too hasty. You gotta admit, though, your entrance in here was hasty in itself. I, all the same, I apologize, and I recognize your good standing. Jack. 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 Yes, Roger. Yeah. What? What is it? Jack. Tell him. Gotta go get Miss Choi. Tell him about Miss Choi. She's gonna die. What? Now, hold on, Roger. We don't know that she's necessarily been captured by, by Ho. Come on now. She might just be back in... No, I'm telling you, she's been captured and she's there right now being tortured by the mad son of a bitch. And if we don't get there right now, she'll be dead and your girl will be gone forever. Are you willing to live with that? Well, uh, don't think that, no. Look, uh, I'm gonna make a drink. All right, this guy, does anyone want anything? This guy's uh, getting on my case like usual here. God damn it, Roger. <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, Jack's gonna go over to the cabinet, pull out a dusty bottle of whiskey, and go and pour himself a drink. Does it look like good whiskey? Uh, not no. Never mind. Look, okay, um. Jack, he's embarrassed, all right? He was seeing one of the girls at the, uh, the local flower girls, and he developed some emotions for her. I warned him that if he kept seeing the girl, that, uh, well, in any case, that, um... Well, look, I think that it's important that we go and grab her. If she is, in fact, in trouble, we can't just leave her hanging. She's in trouble because of her association with us, Roger. She was trying to protect us from Ho. Yeah, well, that was her mistake. She shouldn't have been so eager to help. And now look at her. She's probably been... Ca okay, hold on. Just calm down. Take a breath. <sighs> look, all right. Are you guys willing to help us? I am not able to go into Ho's mansion in the French concession myself. Don't really think they've let... Uh, have a bit of a reputation. But I'm sure with the rest of you, they'd uh, let us in there. And we might be able to save her before she's uh, permanently... Uh, well, you know, killed. You're asking a lot of people you just tried to run away from. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mr. Kyle, are you still in, uh, uh, are you still in attached, I guess, to your funds? Because certainly for the right price, we'd be more than happy to help you. But otherwise, as far as I'm concerned, we had one job. That was to find out what happened to the Kyle expedition. I can't think of any reason why we couldn't convince you to tell us what happened to the Carlisle expedition. We're done. I I don't see uh I don't see any need for us to help you in any other way. Unless, of course, you uh My good man, I'll have you know that I am quite wealthy. I've been to my estates in New York. I'm sure that you've seen my sister Erica managing our estates. She's quite capable. I'm Sure you that once I return to New York, triumphantly, I'll be able to have access to the family funds and the estate and compensate you appropriately. Now, uh, Amber, you see that he is raving mad if he did, in fact, return to New York. It's an open question of whether or not he would be able to resume control over the estate as Erica would most likely fight him over this as she was much more competent 
well, I mean... I, I don't trust him in the slightest. You must! Look, okay, uh... How about this? You are still looking for information about the expedition that I put together? Now look, I'll tell you everything about it. I'll tell you about Emweru. I'll tell you about the plans of the... Um, you might not believe me, but look, I'll tell you, and all you have to do is just help us for like five minutes and help us get Miss Cho back. And, uh, so she, look, I can't just let her die. Look at Jack. He's falling apart. I'm actually fine. She's just a prostitute. Look at him. He's totally losing it. Is he losing <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll say no psychology check required. You look over at Jack and well, the bodyguard is not, uh, n not ruffled at all. He is not disturbed. Well, look, I agree that we shouldn't just let her out to dry. She was trying to help us. On the other hand, it's not worth sticking our necks out for her. Is it visible to all of us that he's crazy or just to Dr. Penn? Yeah, he says he has lots of money. I'm ready for that. Let's go get all yeah. that money. I don't know. The way he speaks should be a dead giveaway. That he has lots of money. <laughs> that he's crazy. Speaks like a rich person. Crazy yeah, they're all rich. Crazy. We're concerned. Crazy like a fox. Crazy like he's going to buy us some stuff. Yeah, I would go for some cash. Let's do that. Mad money. Oh god. Oh god. I'm fine with getting paid lots of money. Are you telling me this man is not going to pay us lots of money? I was under the impression he could pay us lots of money. He seems like a very wealthy man. I'm telling you exactly he's not going to pay you lots of money because he does not have lots of money. You sure? I am positive. I'm wealthy. You, Are you must have for sure. You must have read about me in the society section. I'll have you know I'm quite to the thing. I'm quite to do in the... Brain's uh, gonna put his hand up at the man to stop him from talking and be like, I've met your sister and she's not the one to uh, play with, I suppose. She's not gonna give you back any of the wealth that you think you're going to receive. But, 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 my dear sister, you, you don't can't be serious. You would never betray me like, um, actually, um... Oh, oh dear. Yeah, actually, that is. Hey, Dr. Who, welcome. Serena, you've woken up. I'm sorry, I was stuck on doing some graphic design in real life. Okay, let's go. What's happening? Fill Serena, you wake out of a bit of a drunken stupor. That mar The evening martini, that highball might have got to you a little bit, and... You see in front of you, you guys are in a small apartment interrogating two men that you recognize as Roger Carlyle and Jack Brady. Oh, wait. Hey. Yes, Mr. Carlyle's apparently still alive. Why? Oh, well, congrats. Uh, no. Something alive. Can Thank I you? ask Carlyle what languages he knows? Well, sure, I know uh, a couple of languages. I know uh, English. Is that it? <laughs> you know Japanese? You know Korean? You know 
Uh, sign language. I mean, I've picked up a little bit of, uh, Cantonese, but, but um, you know, as long as we're staying here, but English, English. Do you know any lost languages? I do not lost. know any. What's lost language? Ah, fuck. You're useless. You know that? I know. Wow. My parents told me the same thing. Yeah, yeah. it's not super nice. Well, it's, but it's, it's, uh... it's also not necessarily untrue. So you don't care about this hooker, then we're not going after the hooker. There's no reason for that. We went after. Well, I, I, I said you're being kind. I didn't say you're being mean. What? What? Oh, look, we can't just let her die. It's not right. Will we let her die? Sorry, I wasn't really. Miss Choi, Miss Choi. It's Jack's girlfriend. We simply must save her, and it's I refuse. To cooperate yeah, any Jack further. doesn't seem to care. How about you tell us the truth? Uh, Frank's gonna try to, uh, I don't know, convince him? Maybe, uh... Jack, Was that Doctor Who? I said, who's Jack again? Jack Brady. Brady, the bodyguard of Roger Carlyle. Jack's a boulder of a man, and uh, apparently he, uh, he did it with a hooker, and now that hooker's in trouble. Carlisle seems to think that we should do something about it. Mr. Carlisle, let me be very kind to you here. You tell us everything that we need to know about your expedition. And if you tell us enough information, I promise that the three of us will, or the four of us will happily go and save this woman. But first, you need to tell us this information just in case uh, any of it could be helpful in our, uh, you know, efforts. Of course, your investigation. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of like strokes his beard. Yeah. Is that a hard I don't know, the wiggly eyes. When did you become so charming? <laughs> when I needed to right now for this insane man to give me his money. No, I want to charm. Whisper, whisper. He relaxes. You see his uh, shoulders visibly lower, about two inches, and he says... Uh, well, first, I swear to God, you spill those fucking beans. Oh, yeah. Okay, what is he you'd like to know? everything what do we want to know <laughs> all right i'll tell you we initially set out for egypt 1919 everything was going great and Weru was showing us exactly all the hidden spots in the pyramid that had never been discovered before we delved deep below the pyramids into chambers that had never seen tasted air for thousands of years and isn't that bad for you? Isn't there like mold in something? That you there were some weird in? smells. There was a lot of uh, dangerous stale air, but that wasn't the most dangerous thing. We went too low, and we found the great chamber of Nerolothotep, who appeared for us and took all of us, each member of the Carlisle expedition, my expedition, back in time, thousands of years. There uh, we spent years and years watching over I, the majesty. I, I, I put my hand over his mouth for a second. I was like, is this guy for real? He sounds nuts. This does not have to this, You can't go back in time for one thing. You guys were definitely psych uh, went crazy 
from the mode that you've been breathing in. Psycho as the drugs. Jack takes a step forward to you. Well, little lady, I dare see that his uh, method of conveying the information, his demeanor is a little bit off kilter, sure, but I remember seeing the same thing. We saw a kingdom built out of corpses and just endless trails stretching out to the horizon. I think you need a therapist, but okay. Of dead bodies, you know, and I don't understand how it happened, but we did travel back and then returned with some crazy harebrained scheme. The other members wouldn't tell me exactly what was going on or what the details were, but Aubrey okay. and a couple of the other members set out for different members or different parts of the globe. Aubrey went to Australia. Mweru went to Kenya, and they all started working on their parts to bring to fruition what they called the Great Plan. Tell us more well, about this Great you, Plan. Why don't you know about the Great Plan? It's everyone else knew, and, they, every, and everybody shared the same vision. We all traveled back in the same part, but... I'm not sure if that the same level of trust was given to me as the rest of the principal members, and oh, it seemed like I was being kept off to the side. In any case, maybe this distrust or my general lack of understanding has protected me somewhat from the ravages of madness that have so terribly affected my play here. And you do look, Jack, up and down, and this this strong man may be well endowed in brawn, but uh, looking at his concave skull, he might not be the smartest guy. Can I, like, uh, can I do a psychology check and look him over if he's, like, just lying to me, or maybe he's just, like, like, you know, like, actually know if he's, like, telling the truth or something? Because my character is still baby. Does not know about the cults, so I honestly don't. Oh, and, oh, I like this. An initiate, not familiar and uninitiated in the Cthulhu mythos, skeptical, unbroken. Go ahead and roll a psychology check. Yep, don't believe his ass. He's lying. <laughs> he's a liar. He's or he's insane. There you go. He's insane. Well, it's That's not the first ironic. Time. He actually apparently is insane. Uh, Jack is is quite sane. The only person, oh, right. the you're Dummy. right. No, no, no. You're right in that Roger Carlyle is quite crazy and is displaying physical signs of being mad. Jack Braz Brady, however, because he's a dumb dumb, he's a respectable smooth brain. He is not affected as much as uh, as his uh, as his boss there. What was I gonna say? Well, all right, that's weird. Well, ah, now all right, sir. Turning to you, Serena, Jack will kind of, he's not flexing, but he's making, he puts a hand on your shoulder and makes you feel his weight. He's at least about 200 plus pounds, and you are a small woman, and for a moment you feel very small. And he says, look, I, I'm reluctant, look, I'm reluctant okay. to try and express this story. 
You're not the first person to call me mad. For relaying the details of this, this is why we try and keep it hush and mum. But... Hush and mum, all at the same time. Mum to hush. Mm. Mum to hush. I'll tell you that I am not a degenerate, and I have my code. We can't allow Miss Chor to die just for fucking me. Yeah, I mean, put like that, disgusting, kind of gross, a little creepy. Can I, uh, but you're right. Can I uh, pick up his hand to show him that he's not as strong as he thinks? And place it to the side. Like, I will try to help you. Strength Don't check. get me wrong. I did. Right there. Ah, thank you. D1000. Wow. Damn. He lets Ooh. you push his hand off you, but it takes a second to move. Why does this woman have so much strength? Jesus. <laughs> He's a bodyguard. No, we need Serena. Oh, she's, she's uh, it's a homebrewed character, right? Much From all the violin, everyone knows it's a very physical sport. That There's giant a, violin. The violin's made out of lead. Yeah, yeah. It's, a... it's the acoustics of lead. It makes it sound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We and we also tend to use our violin as a uh, a bow. With a... <laughs> Alright, but for else, fine, where is she right now? Do you know where she's at? Your hooker friend? Yeah, she's over at Ho Fang's mansion, I suspect. Uh, wait, Ho Ho Fang's mansion? There's like a lot of hoes go there, or? The name is H O yes. Ho Fang. Ho Fang. So it's like Ho Fang or Ho? Ho Ho Okay. Ho Alright, let's go Ho Fang. And. Alright. Why, like, for real though, why, why target her if she's just someone you have sex with? I got my coat and I live by it. I hope you find one and uh, some morals to stumble upon them and. Maybe pick them up and maybe live your life by a code at some point in your life. I have a code. So wait, his his code is that other people should go and rescue her? That's not what Pretty I much. said. I mean to save this girl and I don't think I could do it alone. You all want some information out of us? This is a mutually beneficial relationship we've established. Alright. Alright, that's fine. Let's just go. Come on. All yeah. words. And... Ho Fang Ho! Wait, what's um, what's the Silver Rider's, what's the Pale Rider's horse name? Ho Hi Ho Ho! The Thunder Thunder! Ho! Oh, oh God, that was horrifyingly painful to my ears. Thank you. The Thunder I know. I'm just saying the yelling was painful to my ears. You're welcome. Glad I could help. I much appreciate it. Thank you. You guys step out into the street of Shanghai and see the sun has gone down and the air is sticky and humid as you guys pick your way through the streets. It's still pretty can I, busy. Can I do a spot hand check to make sure we're not being bottled? Yes. It's not going to be easy. 
You see people following you. <laughs> it's not going to be easy. You see four people following you. Are you, you. sure? I don't think anyone's following us. <laughs> Coast, yeah, go to school. It's good to me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do is use a stealth, and I'm going to let them walk ahead of me and uh, blend into the crowd. And walk, try to walk behind the, the, the people are following Give me a stealth roll. Wow, you're rolling really well. Uh, Serena, you slip off into the crowd, picking the perfect moment. You're a phantom within this mass of people. What would you like to do? I want to put to sleep the people who are following us. What? Because of your high spot hidden, check. You would see three, maybe four, but you're not certain. You saw him glance in your direction, but it could just be a coincidence. Mm -hmm. You see four different people. What would you like to do? I would like to choke them out with the wire. That's why I rolled it. Uh, one at a time. So they don't follow us anymore. And then toss their toss, let them look like they went to sleep, like they're, they're asleep. I got gotcha. you. So this is the full Assassin's Creed. You're pulling people into bales of hay. You're just taking all these stealth kill. It's going to require four separate stealth checks. Okay. Let's go ahead and roll the first stealth check. As you try and leap out of the crowd and pull. Okay, that's one into a hay bale. You successfully strangle that one to death. Yep, that's another one into a barrel. Splash. Yep, that's another one. That one's vaporized. <laughs> so as you guys move through the city, Serena, your newfound violinist friend, just disappears and then reappears after about 20 minutes. Somebody put a bell on her. <laughs> it's just a faint glisten of sweat, like a baby oil sheen. A little bit of exertion coming from Serena, but you guys uh, make your way through the city unimpeded. Oh, fuck, man. That was the best I have ever rolled in my entire life. That was a lot of very impressive stealth rolls, man. That is a wall of green. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Ho lives in the French concession, not far from the old city and beyond the Aegis of the relatively efficient International Settlement Police. As mentioned previously, the French gendarmerie is riddled with gang and cult members, and as such, its offices are little more uh, are more likely to turn a blind eye than their associated uh, the associates in the International Settlement. The compound walls are about 13 feet high. Its gate and walls are strong, both topped with spear points, broken glass, and barbed wire to stymie thieves and snoopers. The mansion is built around two courts. The outer court faces the main gate. The houses, kitchens, servants' storerooms, etc. are there, while the rest and hose rooms are in the inner court, which are more luxurious. The mansion's roofs are peaked 
red tiles and are slippery and steep. How would you guys like to proceed? At about this time, I'd call it just after midnight in this hot night. I'm gonna put on some lipstick, like fresh coat, nice gloss, and some uh, very I think soft. Frank, I think Frank alters his arm up to uh, to uh, Serena. Uh, you I take it. Sport, I take it. What's going on in there? Right, looking respectable, uh, arm in hand. You guys walk up to the front door and are met by a doormed. I will need each of you to make... Oh, God, it's a giant snake. We're all going to die. Ah! I'm going to need you guys to make nice. a credit roll. Credit roll roll. Credit roll roll. I'm... Ugh. Oh, that's horrible, guys. I'm gonna, instead of that, I'm going to just charm the guy. Him. You know what? I'll do that and a credit row. We're all failing this credit. You're lucky. I, I will kind of want to join. I want to join in on. I want to join in on this credit. This failure. Okay, give me a second. Let me join in with you guys. Uh, credit row. Oh, never mind. Nope. I think uh, this is Serena's. We'll uh, we'll meet you outside. I, I, I pick up my violin, uh, my bag, and it's like, they're uh, entourage. As a. Uh, of course they are. Please go in and take your dirty hobo band members with you. Thank you, man. I mean, uh, so. It's not the last thing I know what that is, but all right. I blow him a kiss. As a thank you. And I say thank you. As I walk in. You watch the heart-shaped kiss bounce off this guy, land on the floor, and you walk in to an open-air courtyard. <laughs> and there are, in this courtyard, you see a couple different chairs, some overhangs to provide some shade. Seems like a waiting area. You are seen in by the doorman, and uh, he properly walks back out, closes the doors, and leaves you all unattended in this small courtyard. Nice. Is this the courtyard right here? Or, uh, islands? What is that? What are you looking at, huh, what? Oh, there you go. I got it. I got it. Oh, it was too high up. What's with the giant snake, though? Bro. Couldn't figure out what lair that was that on. It's on the map lair. No, I just found We're gonna have animated... to watch out for a giant snake now? Well, you should always be watching out for giant snakes, but no, I found out that animated gifs in the uh, map actually work, and I was like, ooh, wow, that's so cute. Nice. We should have used it for last game. That's a... Oh. I didn't know um, that gifs worked in the map last game. Otherwise, there would have so... been animated snakes all over the place. Oh, sweet. I, uh, pull out a cigarette, attach it to my, uh, thing, and I, I, I point it towards, um, uh, Samuel to ask for him to light it. Here you go, sir. Breaks off a match for you, lights it. 
Thank you, Samuel. Can I take it as soon? Slow. Alright, I'll wait for the a valet to come in. Can I look around? Of course. What would you like to look at? I mean, what's around? Stone you... walls. Sorry, go for it. <laughs> yes, there are stone walls. You look around. And see in this courtyard, it's uniformly barren. There are storerooms, kitchens, servants' uh, quarters, dining rooms, a garage, a repair shop, everything you would need to keep a mansion in peak condition. That's it? That's it. From your position here in the courtyard, as you guys wait, that is all you can see just from looking around. Can I walk further in? Can I listen to if I hear anybody uh, like moaning and screaming for help with the little voices? You may make a listen roll. Absolutely. Uh, Dr. Bane and Mervius, where would you like to head? Oh, shit. Nice. I know I failed, but... You didn't hear anything, but nice. What places are good to go? You see, over to your right, there is a corridor that heads down the middle of the mansion. It seems to connect this front courtyard at the entrance of the house to a rear courtyard, also providing a main passageway or a main hallway for the entire mansion. Oh, is it like accurate to the map? It is. Oh, okay. We are in fact using the correct map, and and what? And you guys I had no are idea we had on maps. the yep, yeah. You guys are currently on the correct map. We are firing on all cylinders right now. This is fucking peak uh, no, podcasting. Sure. Oh yeah. It look like there's uh, well, what areas look like they're clearly sectioned off? so that uh, guests couldn't wander over there. You want me to roll for spot hidden, or does it just? can I just see like a lot of guards congregating by certain doors? You see no guards looking around, and this is a very pleasant courtyard. There's a couple of stiff benches, all made out of a wonderful wrought iron, but looking around, you do not see a lot of the servants. Currently, because of the time of night, everyone's probably... Uh, tucked into bed and sleeping for the night. However, you do see, as you look around, one light coming down the hallway. Okay, can I go this way? Absolutely. Incidentally, the light that you do see coming is from this direction down here to the southwest. I'm not going with people. All right. Stupid. Oh, no. uh, Frank, you go with her. Doctor Bain. Uh, maybe. Is there anyone else? Leave, would... Is anyone else seeing Doctor Imbervius uh, go and heading after him? I think uh, Frank would also slink along behind uh, Doctor Bain. Or All right. Bain. Bain and Frank, give me stealth checks as you guys slip off before this pale light. You know, can I help them comes. by start playing my violin? No. Let me right. fail. <laughs> oh, man. 
Break, what's your stealth? Uh, well, it, it was 20. <laughs> I'll take the 43, but either way, it's still very much a failure. All right. Frank immediately trips over his uh, <laughs> and fires his gun into the ceiling. <laughs> Serena immediately nice. starts playing her, uh, her violin to cover it up. Play a lot louder to deal with that desktop. Little Horst. Look at that. Look at that. I don't know. I'm, uh, I don't know what they're doing. I would like to walk towards this, uh, this smaller area over here where there's like a bunch on the map. There's a bunch of rooms. I'd like to go and kind of snoop. As you do so, you see that pale light grow around the corners of that hallway. And as you come around the corner, you find yourself face to face with a five-foot, tiny Asian woman. I don't actually speak Chinese, but Horst might pretend to speak Chinese. Don't start! Dang uh, it, I just talked right out of it. That's okay, sir. I speak uh, uh, English. How can I help you? No, you speak... Uh, oh, no, I don't know what I was talking about. You're not doing uh, it? Hold was, on. Uh, I was looking for a restroom. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I'll help you right this way, sir. Please. Now, uh, why do you visit the magnanimous House of Ho? Uh, we're here about a that reason. Easily Wookiee's most problematic accent. Why does it sound like Eric from South Park? I don't know what you're talking about. This doesn't sound like anything like Eric Kami. It's funny. Mm. <laughs> it's like it Eric in like, this uh, 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 shitty walk. I'm going to have to search for this female Asian voice uh, for a second. From, yeah, she walked there. Hey, we're gonna shitty walk. Gonna take her up here. No, um, little horse. She is leading you down the hallway out to the same direction, actually, where Doctor Ambervius and Mister Jefferson are going. Do we know that she's coming this way? I'll say that because of the conversation that she's having with Little Horse, you, Dr. Bane, and you, Frank, look back and see this woman about to turn 180 degrees and lead Little Horse to the bathroom, which just happens to be in your direction, when Little Horse, like, springs another question on her and gets her to turn around and hesitate. I'll need a either athletics or acrobatics or the equivalent in this system for you guys to make it through this hallway or maybe duck into one of these other rooms, but you guys are in this position where you're in a 20-foot hallway and someone is about to turn and see you guys. Oh, shit. Do something um, like, um, yeah, I don't know, what would that be? Like a dodge? Would it be dexterity? Dexterity would work. Dodge, dexterity, probably. Can I, like, duck into this room? Absolutely. I'm trying to help them by, uh, playing the wrong note, you know, like, really loud. Like, boom! <laughs> so it makes... Um, uh, give me a stealth check and dexterity check for you. It'd be a climb. I'd also accept a climb. Oh, it's a climb to get into this thing? For you? Because you're it's not window, having right? to exert yourself to get into that room, I'm going to need a stealth check. Because you're kind of just ducking into a room and using... Uh -huh. Wow! Oh my god. <laughs> I'm getting into this room today. All right. That's the best time we have ever like played. 
Like a mouse. Yeah, you guys are running some impressive stealth checks. You duck into this room, which is seven. You know what I really sca I'm scared of, though? When we finally oh, meet the boss. dear. That's that room, is it? What's that room? Mm, that's not a good room. The impression I'm getting. What's that room? You come into the room. You come into Zoom. What's in the box, Wookie? What's in the box? Hey, oh, oh, hey. What's in the box? I see. One of my favorite characters is this um, character Michael Lair does, uh, Injured Dice Clay. He's this guy with Lou Gehrig's disease, and he does all these Injured Dice Clay things. <laughs> this is really ridiculous. But yeah, okay, so you're in that room. As you close the door, whisper quiet like a mouse on Christmas Eve. You find yourself standing in a room that's completely dark. Can I use some of the moss Flash in the vial? You bring out the vial of moss and a blue light is cast throughout the room and you see that this is a library and connected to the library is a bedroom. As you walk down the shelves of dusty books that smell musty, you see through the shelving some kind of caged room. While the bed and all the luxuries are there, it's dirty, and you can tell that the place is a prison. And in the bed, looking back at you, is a small child. Ah. Right, let's go ahead and cut scene back over to Little Horst. Oh, actually, uh, what was your uh, dexterity? 58 out of 65, okay. Where were you headed, Frank? Uh, I was right behind um Are you gonna duck into the same room? Yeah, 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 that was the plan. It was the closest door, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, and you guys find yourselves in this somewhat of a nursery. Dr. Payne, who the fuck's the girl? I, I'm just as cool as you are. You think I knew what I was doing when I hopped in here? This point. Lynn is going to turn back to Little Horst and Serena. Um, excuse me, ma'am. God damn it! I cannot do a fucking Chinese woman's voice. Come on, man! I can't it's figure it out. It. Well, I've actually the Chinese woman I've met in real life uh, moved to Canada. She was a doctor in China, moved to Canada, had a baby, and then came to America. And we worked in like the same office for a couple of years. How did how'd she sound? She just sounded like a nice lady with a thick Chinese accent. God damn it. How did that sound? Do that nice lady. He's not a very nice lady. I'm just going to feel like I'm going to turn into that asshole. I'm just falling apart into asshole. It's fine. You already are. Don't worry. Um, Excuse me, ma'am. Would you please not play the violin? It's pretty late at night. Wow. We gotta get out of China. We gotta get out of China before we get canceled. 
My apology. We are in the fuck out of this country. Uh, and I, I move over my, uh, I point at my, uh, uh, who's here? Uh, uh, is, is Mr. O in today? I'm sorry, Mr. Ho is currently not in his house. I'd be happy to take a note or have you schedule an appointment with him in the morning. But for now, I'll see you to your quarters and see to... Thank you. Absolutely, of course. See you to your quarters and then in the morning, over breakfast, we can make arrangements. Oh, thank you, Wade, thank you. Uh, do you have room oh, for my entourage? And I point to Lil Horace and the other two. Of course, of course. We can have accommodations for all your guests. Much obliged. Uh, so how, what is this place known for? Usually every, every these, all these mansions have like a, a background history, you know. So I've been into castles and they have told like the kings and queens have lived here and stuff there so far. Is this place known for anything? Of course. This Manjum was first founded in the Ming Dynasty in 1400. Okay, and she goes in detail. Some of the uh, more interesting features of the establishment, pointing out some of the foundation and the old brickwork and the masonry, as she leads both of you into some comfortable arrangements. She's going to put Roger and Jack into a double room. And then see each you, Little Horst, and Serena into your own separate rooms. How many floors are in this, uh, this, this mansion? This and are there to any be, windows? It seems right, to ahead. be traditional paper-walled construction and a single floor. Um... Is there a window where I'm, in, I'm at, or is it all like a prison and it's all boxed in? There is a sliding window, sliding paper window that you can open, and it looks directly out into a giant stone wall. And that's where we're going to leave Dr. Or excuse me, Serena. That's going to take me a while. Dr. Serena. Yeah. I want to say Selena in the back of my... Selena, Selena. I thought you were going to say that because of the Asian accent. Sabrina. Wookiee's more refined than that. Thank you very much. Definitely not. Frank and Dr. Ambervius, you guys... Looking around this room in the pale blue light, see the black pupils of this child staring back at you. Ah. Uh, You're ready for that. Oh my god, it I mean, can see us? It can see us? Looking <laughs> at us? Kids have eyes. <laughs> the children Frank, have uh, eyes. Frank, Frank, is, Frank sticks his tongue out and makes a silly face at it. Edit. <laughs> no movement. Frank uh, makes an even sillier face. Their performance. Where the fuck are the skills? This is stupid. There is a performance check. Is there? Are you sure there is? Where the hell would it be? If I find it first, I get a prize. 
Good luck finding it. Not here. Doesn't exist. Not a thing. There should be a search uh, function for the skills in Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> I mean, I like that you could just make as many skills as you want. You almost have to, though. You should almost go through and just replace all the rope skills here with just like 5e actual skills. Because, my god. A lot of that is the same as 5e. For instance, when you're not making electrical a repair. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck do I need an electrical repair role for? Navigate. Operate heavy machinery. We need to operate heavy machinery. Drivers that are playing. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess let's say charm, right? He's attempting to charm the child with his uh, silly faces. That makes Why are you sense. doing that? Can I mess around with this desk? Not very charming. I'm going to use five luck, if that's okay with you. That is. You push it over with five luck. And this child slowly pulls the blanket from around their head. Stay little child. This small girl is going to step off the bed, still wrapped in the blanket, and start following you around. You just had to go and get something to imprint on you, huh? Don't feed it. It's not an animal. Uh, what time is it? It's, it's not after that. I could feed it if I want. Uh, Frank answer a cracker. Oh, God. American cracker. She takes the cracker, bites out of it, and then spits it up into your face. Oh, uh, Frank! Uh, Frank thinks about punching her in the face for a moment. She smiles then, back uh, up at you with like a mischievous grin. Louise, how old is this girl? How old does she look like she is? Eight. Really young. Eight? Yeah, like too not, young. Not young enough to think that spitting up food in someone's face is like cute. She yeah. would be too old for that if she was, um... Well, yeah, you figure her behavior is unacceptable. Mate. Can I look at the desk? Sorry, yes, absolutely. I'm trying to see if there's anything in there. Uh-huh. Little girl, that wasn't very nice. No more crackers for you. <laughs> any money in your bedroom? <laughs> How do I say that slowly? Do you have any money in your bedroom? Or valuables? Yeah, I have valuables here. <laughs> and she goes over to these uh, assortment of bowls and brings them over to you. You look inside them and you see that they're full of worms and crickets, spider worms, slugs, snails. She starts stuffing these things into her mouth and chewing them. Uh, you seeing this, Bane? Dr. Bane? I'm not, because I'm looking through the desk. She, uh, Bane's is still, this little that. demon child worms and shit. Nope, he, Dr. Way. Bane's busy. <laughs> I'll deal with that. Walking past the 4,000 books uh, written in Chinese and the different scrolls, I need you to make a luck roll as you rifle through this desk. Is there a trap in here? Not this room. No, of course not. There wouldn't be traps in these chests. It's a my, trap in here, isn't it? One of my favorite traps is in this session. Ah, fuck. 
Careful. I choose to be careful over. Don't. Nice, uh. nice luck roll. You find as you peel back the drawer in this library, your hopes are low. You're looking through the library. Just seems like some traditional Chinese works of literature. Some stuff that you've seen or at least are acquainted through with your education at the university. And then you find six books inside of this desk. That's not very... It's a library. The books you pull out feel a little different from the rest of the other books here. One seems to be coated in some kind of skin. The others equally disturbing. And in the notation of the module, it says, further reading, page 564. What'd you realize, Serena? I should have uh, pickpocketed the people that I killed to find out who they were, too. But I didn't. So I pickpocketed them after uh, placing them down. Uh, do the books have names? Yes. Uh, I magic books. I read the note on this previously. If I remember correctly, and I'll have to double check, of the six books that you pick up, one of them is in fact... It's the Necronomicon in Arabic. I believe its name is Azul Bab Eri or something like that. Oh my god, wait, I need to read this. I need yeah. this book. Yeah, it's um. You guys just came up. Uh, Fuck yeah, guys! We just hit the jackpot. I don't. Whatever. I'll just put six books for now. I'll deal with the specifics later. Thank you. I will post it. I'll take yes, that. I'll put right those in my backpack and go see if the demon spawn that. Francis has been babbling on about since I got up here. Hey, this little girl's eating worms and shit. <laughs> it's a child. They eat things they're not supposed to. Yeah, she's like eight, and she just has a bowl full of worms, and she's mowing down on them. Ah, but if it makes you feel... Pretend good. this is normal shit, because you know it ain't. Do you want me to psychology her? Do you want me to see if something's wrong? Because you seem very... Yes, at least. If not, just shoot her right in the head immediately. Yeah, she's fine. Perfectly normal child. Uh, my dad feeds people to rats. What? Uh, uh, I I don't know if uh, that sounds fine to me. I also rolled psychology. It's slightly better than Bane, who uh, a little distracted. Her. When did you become a psychologist? Uh, I was a cop. Thank you very much. I don't know if that. Was that better than those words loud? I don't know. Fuck off. It doesn't really. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who's trained to be psychiatrist. Someone who just shoots people randomly. I mean, no, of course. I don't shoot them randomly. I shoot them if they're the wrong color. Anyways. Okay. Wait, moving hold on. on. What? Oh, moving on. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, that's very accurate, actually. Never mind. That's that's pretty true. The child. Uh, who liked uh, the episode of Rick and Morty last night? He controls the police, Morty. <laughs> You don't fuck with Mr. Nimbus. He controls the police. <laughs> I didn't realize Rick and Morty was back here. That's very exciting. 
Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Episode. Yeah, dude. I only got to episode three. I think. Oh, not episode three. I've only got to episode three. He's going to touch my radar. It's beautiful. Love it. I haven't had it. I might have to look it up. I'll look it up. I'll look at the new seasons. Well, I don't see why that's relevant, but we're white. Fucking Zoidberg. Yeah. Switching back over to Little Horse and Serena, you guys are seen to your rooms, and after a moment, Lynn sees herself back to her own room, and you watch as the light disappears down the hallway and extinguishes itself. What do you all do? Alright, sweet. Can I, um, uh, stealthily leave my room and head to, to the, um, office, like, to look at every room in here, minus the, the helpers, uh, room, like, like, just, like, peek in and see who's in, who's in which room. What are you trying to accomplish? Uh, I'm trying to find the hoe. I said, which the hoe? hoe? The hoe that's not... Uh, the slut that she likes to fuck. Ah, alright, yeah. You start looking around. Uh, give me a stealth check as you peek into each of the servants' quarters, trying to discover the location of Miss Choi, Jack's girlfriend. Oh. Okay. Like a Naruto ninja, you disappear up into the rafters of the mansion and start... Running around on the beams up there, you do not see Miss Choi. However, you don't know what she looks like, but you're pretty sure none of these people are her. Hmm. Uh, any place that looks like it's off limits? You start making your way towards the back of the mansion where the servants' quarters end and the more luxurious appointments begin. As you creep through, exiting, leaving the more uh, working class appointments, you look behind you as you hear a creak in the floorboards and you see Jack Brady and Roger kind of poke up out of their rooms and start scampering off behind you. And as you guys... Okay, how did you know? All right, whatever. Come along, Let's do this. We're going to find her. And as you guys search the room in silence of this dead night, grasping through the blackness, we're going to take a five-minute break. Yeah, five-minute break. Woo! I made it all so long, guys. Nice. Let's figure this out. We saw something cool. We can like turn them, uh, like if this started like a guard's car popping off, I can like use them as a distraction and fade away to darkness and do assassin's creed on the guards. Like, make them just knock them out, not kill them. If there's anything guards hate is it's getting assassin creeded. Sure, I've heard it once. I've heard it a hundred times. Don't assassin creed me. Don't Assassin's Creed me, brah. Brah. Bra. Chase, brah. Don't Assassin's Creed me. Brah. Come on, brah. Bra. 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 That sounds a bit too sexy. Brah. Don't Assassin's Creed me, brah. Don't Assassin's Creed me, brah. Peace. 
crashing out in supermiles, electric fences and guns. You swallow me. I'm a pill on your tongue. Neon lights make him come. Did I just do that right? Oh god. I can't blame him. In there. Done that. Has Discord been laggy for everyone, or, or just me? That's yeah, alright, I'm mine. <sighs> I haven't noticed. If you're wondering, Serena, it's always you. Ouch. Not talking about you, Serena. I'm saying in general, if you're wondering, hey, is this me? Yes, it is in fact you. Wait, you have disconnected before. Don't give me that. No, lots of times. However, you'll never notice that I've disconnected. Well, you guys will notice. However, I'll never acknowledge it because I can fix it in post. Uh, oh. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear. Yeah. At least the recording <laughs> sounds half decent. But, um, yeah, yeah. Meow, meow, meow. Now, say now. Ideally, the peak podcasting would be we're all in person, and then some of the we're all in person over a wired Ethernet connection. So even if there is lag, it's not between us, and it doesn't 
affect uh, the stream might get a little choppy, but it wouldn't affect the actual recording. That would be peak. Nice. Lucky. That's when GME breaks for uh, 2069. Get our podcasting okay. blimp. Oh, that's cool. I was like, recently I just found a, like, a uh, 3D printer I was looking into, and I was like, trying to figure out how I'm going to get that. I think I might try to make my own, my own uh, characters for uh, games and stuff. You going to print out your own minis? That's cool, man. Yeah. Man, I, I honestly do it for friends. It'd be like, like, give me five bucks, I'll pay for the, you know, the feet. The plastic? So, uh, yeah, the plastic is... Bringing it back to the table. Dr. Ambervius and Frank, you guys sit in the presence of a completely mad child, driven insane through years of torture. She stuffs living organisms into her mouths and chews them, not even swallowing all of it, just letting the viscera of moving, squirming flesh run down her mouth. Been better if you said Edgar. That's their right? Edgar? You guys Ecker. do see a couple squids get shoved into her mouth as black inky Icker oozes down her chin. Oh, there we go. Oh. Nice. I better, Serena. Getting your Icker fix. Okay. Alright, alright, cool. Alright, I'm gonna head towards the room, not the room that uh, Dane and something went, uh, Dane and uh, Frank went in. So I'm gonna head to the next room over where there's a few tables, it looks like, or a massage. Queer character on the map there. What do you think, Bane? Are we allowed just to knock this little evil child out and head on out? I'm afraid she'll start screaming if we uh, leave it behind. Her. Bane starts pouring some chloroform onto a rag. He's like, "Oh no, already ahead of me." She'd kill her instead, but okay. And loose. quiet voice I... of violinist that I've known for exactly one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, um, Bane's going to coerce the child near him and cover her mouth with the rag. Not hard to do. You take this innocent child. Easy to innocent, might Lookie. Just because the ti- just because right. this child has been tortured uh, mercilessly doesn't mean. Uh, yeah, it doesn't mean like she's exactly. Don't even finish the sentence. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you go ahead and chloroform. You chloroform the small child, who does uh, puts up yes. a little bit of weak resistance, like the tiny yeah, little punches. this child until she stops while being away. You watch the terrified panic in her eyes fade slowly to unconsciousness. I'll tuck her behind a book shelf. You hide her away. Yeah. Either let her out or take, uh, put her to sleep. Like, like, ah. Yeah, well, you said uh, the library is connected to the room anyway, right? That's correct. Oh, I'll just carry her back to where I found her. No problem, you place her back in bed as if nothing ever happened. This the bed? It is. Cool. Is this also an open area? It is. There's a couple of personal items 
table full of different bowls of wiggling food. It... So is this like entire area connected? Everything. The white. Yeah, the white things are the doors. And I just connected the library and her room together because I realized I was putting you in her room uh, when you actually stepped in the library. And I was like, oh, okay, well, these rooms are the same now. Oh, cool. Nice. Can I walk out the door this way then? Which way is this way? Oh. Yes, you can. You step into a courtyard. I was hoping you would actually go here. I'm scared. Frank's still following Bane. Frank has no uh, plan then to follow Bane. The two of them are separated at the moment. Absolutely. Oh, this is going to be good. You'll like this. It's cool. Wait. Frank's not just going to wander off by himself at this point. I know that's your MO, but uh, no. Safety in numbers. That's fair. I trust Frank. Do I watch? Do I? Okay, so do I see them going out or where specifically is Little Horse and Serena at this point? So I was following Serena, so I'm wherever Serena is. Yeah, so I went in here while well, they were still talking to the girl in here. So you would see Serena and you as well, Little Horse, as you guys step into this backyard courtyard. Dr. Ambervius takes a chloroform rag and smothers a child in her own bed with it. And then you steps- didn't. <laughs> and then steps back. <laughs> she was a scary ass girl. She deserved it. All right. Boys in my head, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. You guys? I need to explain nothing to you. I don't care. Remaining That's quiet. That's even more concerning. <laughs> Wait a minute. Say, see something. Say something. What the heck? Serena, what's going on? You guys seeing this? Figuring it's for the best, making sure that the small girl doesn't scream out and alert the whole house. Watch her put down to bed. You guys emerge into this rear courtyard. And see a garden in the inner court, and it seems innocuous enough at first. And then you take a closer look. Immediately, Dr. Imbervius, you are almost overwhelmed. You see a beautiful array of poisonous plants back here, just at first glance. Oh, shit. I love it here. Everybody, I, I don't care what we were doing before we got here. This is important. And Bane's just going to start bottling stuff up, putting it in cases, putting it in his backpack, not even caring what it is, just slapping on some gloves and just getting to work. A sunbeam comes down from parted clouds as angels start to sing. You are in Willy Wonka's Wonderland. You are a kid in a candy shop. Uh, hell yeah. I'm gonna Is need a either a botany or a pharmacy role as designated by the module or a zoology role to identify Pharmacy? The... Yes, botany, pharmacy, or zoology are the science roles or natural world roles designated in Ho Fang's hidden arsenal, this well Extreme success, give me the shit. <laughs> okay. Now, there are a few things designated in the module. However, since this is a cultist special secret garden, I'm going to allow you to come up with two things on your own that you would like to procure here. What's I'll write that stuff designated first. 
All right, so what is Ed? In here in the module, you see different bushes of nightshade, giant barrel cactuses, which you uh, recognize from the American Southwest as peyote plants, as well as these giant stalks of huge colas from enormous cannabis plants that just line the entire perimeter of this place. Cannabis? Hell yeah. I mean, not poison, but okay. Well, technically, you gotta try a high enough dose. So, nightshade, peyote plants, cannabis. Looking down into the pond, you notice some movement. Is there any uh, poisonous frog in a little bright cloud of frogs in here? You do see a poisonous frog. I'll, um, I'll let Serena Google a cool poisonous frog that you see. But strangely, swimming around in a odd, undulating, grasping manner, hard to see as it changes its camouflage before your eyes, you see a blue-veined Australian octopuses. Several tiny blue-veined Australian octopi. How many can I cook? With an extreme success, as many as you'd like. This is my octopus teacher, and you are in love. That guy's going to lend some help action. I don't know what the hell you're doing with these octopuses, but, uh, I, I mean, I can help you hold down some of their many, many arms or something. <laughs> can uh, you give me a dice to roll for the amount I can pick up? Go ahead and roll a d4. You saw three, but I'll say there's four in there. Wow. I think oh. Oh, I am Mr. Nimbus. <laughs> I love it here. I'm never leaving. <laughs> Is it just Octopi in there? Looking closely, you do see some puffer fish as well. How many? It says two blowfish, can also I, known as pufferfish, parentheses. Can I just take both of those? You all watched Dr. Imbervius pull out a straw hat, put a piece of wheat in his mouth, and then sit down cross-legged with a fishing pole. <laughs> While goes by, one of the pufferfish get pulled up. So, so far, nightshade, peyote plants, cannabis, blue-veined Australian octopus, and bluefish. And I'll allow two more of your choice, as this is a rare, uh, yeah, this is a rich person's hothouse. Uh, the second one you found full of dangerous inebriating plants. Ah, yes, it was made for me. You do see a lot of flowers of, um questionable origin you're not sure so most of the stuff I would to give you is a uh, plants since the animals were in the pond That is correct. The 
surrounding the pond is this lovely garden where you see that most of the plants being cultivated for here in Ho's personal garden are for just from the just from the collection of the inebriating plants you can tell that this is a party but then some of the more deadly ones are making you question the intentions of this garden's owner and as you feel the second blowfish hook onto the line and you start reeling them in don't you dare Six cultists start climbing over the walls and descending towards you all. I throw the blowfish at him. Just like, blowfish, I choose you. Throw the blowfish at him. Okay, give me a second. Give me a second. I was just imagining, like, in Pokemon, when you have a Pokemon on the fishing line, you just whip it over into the guy's face. The other plants I want to get are Angel's Trumpets and Caster. Angel Trumpets and Caster. Um, sorry, what was that? Uh, caster beans for ricin. Yes. Oh, wow. Going full Breaking Bad here. Well, I already have Night Day. That's one of the more deadly things. And it takes less to refine, but Caster's the pain in the ass to make. But angel trumpets cause paralysis and hallucinations. That's the one I have. Sounds like a good time. Um, All right, for the angel trumpet, please roll a d4, please. One d10. Can I just? Can I disappear in the into the cell? One moment, Doctor Who. Shadows? Or excuse me, one moment, Serena. Let's uh, finish up finishing off this finishing product of the. F okay, finishing move. Yeah, let's finish up this poison, and then we'll get back into this combat here. We need a D100 roll on the Angel Trumpet, please. Eighty-three. Flanomania, abnormal desire to disobey social norms. Oh, flamboyant. They're already doing that by being in a cult. That's that's fair. That is against normal society's uh, rules. So go ahead in this uh, angel's trumpet. Go ahead and roll one d10 for damage, as well as the effect makes you flamboyant as fuck. So it makes them gay. No, it doesn't make them gay. It just makes them... Well, that would be against the social uh, tendencies. Is it? No. So do I not have the normal things be that Angel Trumpet does? No, it doesn't make you gay. Squares and rectangles. The reason it doesn't make you gay is because a percentage of the population is normally gay. So that, that would be un... That'd be incorrect. No, what this does is it makes you a flashy dresser. It makes you peacock. Fast cars, loose women. Oh, well, that's useless. It makes you have a midlife crisis, this, uh, <laughs> the angel trumpet. Um, All right, and then let's do the caster bean. Go ahead and roll a d4, please. 
All right, that's going to be, that makes sense, 4d10 on the damage. And then a d100 roll, please. Four. Lottery maniac, extreme desire to take part in gambling and lotteries. I that for ah, re-roll the, the D100 then, if we already got um, a gambling addiction causing drugs. 76. Onichotillomania, compulsive picking at the fingernails, yikes. Like, how badly? If it's a disorder, I believe that the mania would probably make you remove your fingernails. So for this, yeah, that would make sense. So for the caster bean, 40, 10 damage, and you rip your fingernails out. Oh, no. Does that do the extra oh. damage? <laughs> right? <laughs> That's how you kill yourself. You go all the way down to one hit point, and then to finish yourself off, you tear your fingernails out and bleed to death. That'd be cool. That would be an acceptable end for some of my enemies. All right, I'll, I'll deal with that. Then we're going to get some... Uh, everyone just roll a dexterity check so I can see everyone's dexterity scores, and I'll go ahead and assign everyone to the initiative order. Mm -hmm. These guys are... Wow, these guys are surprisingly dexterous. Uh, yeah, 90 or something? 85, 80, 75, 65, 65, and 45. Mm. After I get my uh, frog, can I just screw it in the shovel? Or try? Mm. I feel like you guys were just sprung upon by these cultists descending over the walls while you all were fishing. Okay. Eh, why not? I'll give you a stealth. Um, I'll say, yeah, I'll say you guys, uh, you just happen to see one in the moonlight as it uh, casts a shadow on you. You can make a stealth roll. Wow, I got hard success. I'm falling to the Fun. There's a little horse. Whoops. Right here. Oh, hi. I meant, where is your dexterity score? And you are 60. Oh. Yeah. So these cultists are all going to descend on you. Three of them. Oh, there's three of them? There's six of them. 
Oh, okay. But I got I, I got a hard success, by the way. On your stealth? Yeah. I'll give you 30 Let's feet of movement. What are you stealthing around? I'm gonna try to get to a. I'm gonna try to sneak behind one of them and then uh, stab them in the back. Where are you going to sneak from? You're just going around behind them, trying to stick in the shadows of the different cannabis plants. Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go through this door, and then go into here, and then try to get behind to there. Uh, so are, this room, are, these two rooms in the back here, are not connected. You would uh, be unable to go through the mansion that back way. However, okay, can I can I go this way and then? Up I'll say, yeah, you can go, uh, yeah, exactly. You go around that side of the building and come out behind those guys on that side. All right. Coming in off the walls like there. And then these two would be right about there. So this cultist will go run up on. Yeah, and you're still, so they wouldn't see you. So when one when they pass by, I'll take my I take my action. So I'll hold my action in D D stand. <laughs> oh, it didn't it, it, it some of that uh, poison frog. It did uh, from my needle. Oh, yeah. All right. So what happens is as these guys leap over the wall immediately, Doctor Ambervius and. Uh, a little horse. You guys see yourself set upon by these cultists. Some kind of rag draped in front of their face as they lash out you at you with nasty-looking sickles. Little horse, you are being attacked by one cultist, and Doctor Imbervius, you are being attacked by two. Well, I have a. I, I mean, we came to this mansion just carrying our shotguns with us. I'm sure, just kind of slung over our shoulders. So I'm gonna pull out my shotgun and take a shot at the uh, the the cultist immediately east of me. You taking your shotgun out of the box of roses, letting the roses fall to the floor. <laughs> Damn! Nice roll, hard success. That's gonna hit. And does the most damage, right? Because he's close range. Close range shotgun's gonna hurt. And then, Dr. Ambervius, we have a miss and a hit. A uh, normal success to hit you. So because this gentleman rolled a hard success on his attack, he is going to hit you, little horse, with the scythe, just as you blast him with your shotgun. Okay. Go ahead and roll your shotgun damage. Ten yards. Yep, trying to figure out how to... 1d8. Nice roll. Is that, is that right? No, you're supposed to do more. This is, this is shotgun. It's a 20-gauge shotgun. Sorry, it's uh, 2d6. 
Yeah, one D eight seemed a little bit lighter. There you go. Whoa, two sixes. Nice. Filthy cultists. Nah. Wipe the world clean of your scum with my trusty shotgun. I always feel like I do have to check the shotgun stats because of roll 20 not being 100%. A P 1912 pump 20 gauge shotgun. Close range. Says 2d6 for 10 yards, 1d6 for the next uh, range, and then 1d3 for the last range. Yep, you got it right. Nice. And nice roll. Yeah, and with that roll, I think that particular cultist is just super fucked. Yeah, he has 12 hit points exactly. You paced him, blowing his brains across the wall. So you guys watch this cultist run up on the horse and just get turned into mist. Nice. Good job. Dr. Imbervious. You have two attacks coming in at you. You are currently surrounded. Am I allowed to dodge? You are allowed to dodge each attack. Nice. Wait, what? Damn, your dodge is amazing. A normal success versus a normal success means that you dodge successfully. These scythes whiz by your hair, but you avoid them. Like Neo, yeah, you totally dodge him. Cool. You do like a cartwheel sideway flip. And Dr. Bane, it is now your turn. Can I use a pufferfish grenade? Like, what's the range on that? As a general rule of thumb, I've been calling it 20 yards range, although I should start having you roll for range as well. Mm-hmm. Because 20 yards is... Let's do it now. Go ahead and roll a d4. Oh, how dare you. 10 you yards. One. 10 yards? Okay, hold up. It's a heavy uh, gas. 10 yards? Where are this cultists? Serena? Yard is three feet, ten yards would be. I mean, ten feet. I'm sorry. You lie. I lied. Ten feet. Ten feet for a grenade? It's some chlorine stuff. It's really heavy. Oh, you. You do damage the most. I will say that you can catch both these two because they are within ten feet of each other. If you don't throw it, if you don't throw, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. So if she doesn't, she just drops it to the ground and puts the gas mask on, it'll be fine. I mean, I always have the but gas. But also Frank. Uh, Frank has Frank a gas. Needs a hurry. Yeah, Frank's got it. Does he have it on? Vane's gonna. Oh, uh, Frank can put it on. He doesn't yeah. have it on yet. Frank's gonna pull down his gas mask and like kind of look at Frank as he does it, as he reaches into his pocket. Frank is going to see if he notices. Frank, I swear to God. Probably. Yeah, he, he noticed. It's not that it was very hidden, but... Might be a good idea. 
Uh, yeah, Frank throws his mask on as well. Gonna drop the uh, pufferfish thing. It's only eight damage, but now they're addicted to gambling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, if they're addicted to gambling, this is more dangerous because they like to, they're gonna gamble their life on killing you. Well, not necessarily. All right, I've got. Like, can I tell if the actual effect of the grenade has like stuck yet? You watch each of them just immediately squat down and start shooting dice. Okay. Like, gentlemen, uh, would you like to, I guess, how do I put it? Maybe start a wager? Yeah. It's going to pull out a deck of cards. I, I usually would not want to put a card Alright, that is going to be Frank's turn. You watch uh, your friend pull out a deck of cards and start fanning them in front of these Celtists who are... <coughs> must not gamble, no! Jesus. <laughs> well, Frank's going to take their distraction and he's going to try to shoot the closest one in the face. Alright, they're going to roll with disadvantage. Flammo! Just kills them outright. Wow! Oh, Ooh, that's not good. Uh, yep, that's gonna hit. I don't know what the hell I hit the second time. <laughs> that's 12 damage. They're gone. Yep, you go ahead and blast a half of the body of one of the cultists away. He's dead. Hell yeah. What's in this room now again? Does, does anything look uh, particularly flammable? Please don't burn it. We're in a room full of poisonous <laughs> plants. You think that's the wise decision? I don't think it is. I think that this is a, a cesspool of, of, of villainy and hate, and I think it should be burned to the ground. Not while we're in it. Well, that'll we'll just oh, have to leave. That's all. Masks, we got a little bit of time. You guys have gas masks, though. You don't yeah. have one. Yeah, Frank lights up a cigarette and then throws it at the closest, uh, like, uh, curtain or whatever. Frank, you fool. Wait, fuck we this still place. have to save the girl, you idiot. Ah, fuck the girl. Fuck this place. I saw that girl. She was eating worms and shit. I'm out of here. That girl, the, the other girl. Jack yeah, Brady does we'll... run up and immediately stamps out your cigarette. Hey, man, we haven't found uh, Joy yet. Come on, we can't burn this place down until we're ready. It's not going to burn down in 10 seconds, all right? This will give us the distraction we need to get out of here. So when the authorities show up, we can slip off into the night. Hey, man, the cat's out of the bag. We've been discovered. Let's defend ourselves and get the hell out of here. Shut the fuck up. You have that shit. Go back to hiding. Yeah, why the fuck are you guys hiding? These two are in the initiative order. Oh, they are? Okay. I can do, do some damage already. Damn. How <laughs> out. Alright, Frank. Hey. Blowing away one of the cultists. That's gonna bring us to Little Horst. Well, sorry, based on the map, the uh, nearest cultist to me is the one next to Dr. Bane, right? Correct. Actually, that is the only cultist still engaged with Dr. Bane, as the other one has been blown apart. Okay, I'm going to have a shot at that guy. Oh, shit. Dr. And Bane. Probably hit Bane with some shrapnel. Very sad. 
If it was a 99, I'd say yes, but rolling a one in Call of Cthulhu is kind of hard. <laughs> All good. Goes wide, though. Yeah, you shoot him and uh, part of the robe flutters. Any movement on your turn? It's my turn? Oh, it's, it's their turn. One cultist before you, Serena, but you are coming up. Any kind of movement on your turn, little horse? Eh, now I'm going to plant my feet and get ready to shoot him again. All right, I'll say you have a half cover around that corner from the one that Serena is sneaking up on. Okay, so I want to, since I just got my flower, I'm going to put take out my hairpin, the one that I told you about, you know, um, um, put some of the the poisonous uh, poison from on the hair on to the hairpin, and then stab it into uh, into his neck. I love it, poison stealth. Uh... Stealth attack. That is so Ezio. One second, though. I got to deal with one cultist first. Okay, he is going to miss. So, uh, Frank, this cultist comes up to you, takes a swipe at you, and misses. So, Didn't even need to dodge. Oh, God. Nope, didn't yes. even need to dodge. Serena, you go ahead. Make your attack. Right. Uh, stealthy, I'll give you advantage. You don't need it, but go ahead and roll that. Push that bonus slash penalty button. Bonus? As this guy tries to dodge out of the way as he sees you coming at the last second, he is going to take your poison in the neck. Uh, what poison are you using? Uh, I'm using the the poison frog. So it's uh, usually they kill instantly. The bigger for a hunt, they use for hunting. So while uh, you picked up a poisonous frog, I didn't get a biology roll or any kind of milking the frog for its poisons so while you have a frog well, you, you only have to rob it's the brighter powder frog always poisonous because are you just stabbing are... this guy in the neck with the frog uh no i'm putting i i, I swiped it on the, the edge of the blade i see yeah. okay and then i stabbed in his throat so even if it's oh it work I got Still. you. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't understand. You wipe your blade with the frog poison, then you stab him. All right. I'm following you. Now. What's your knife damage? My knife damage? Yeah, go ahead and roll a... Um, you rolled a stealth check. I need you to roll a uh, brawl check. Brawl check? A stab him check with your knife. Well, I snicked up on him. That's why I was like, hmm. But okay. It was... Alright, so brawl, you say? Bra? Yeah, give me a brawl check. Wow. Okay. That's gonna do it. Alright. Do you have a knife uh, damage on you? Uh, I'm looking right now. Looking it up right now. Uh, knife damage. Brass, knuckles, garret, knife, medium, 1d4 plus 2 plus base damage. So go ahead and roll a d4. Stab this guy in the neck with your Brock Samson knife. D4. 
So that's going to be five oh. damage. And now go ahead and roll a D8 for the poison frog damage. Six damage total. Yeah, so you just dive this neck into the neck of this cultist who doesn't even see it coming. What type of frog is it? But uh, I don't think we determined that. You're right, we did. So we guess you have to determine what it is. Doctor Who, I believe I assigned you the job of googling a cool ass frog. I I did I did it's in the it's in the well, what's it called? Discord. It's called a a D pink for ESYDS. What's its common name? Let me figure that out. What does it look like? It's a uh, dot. It has dots and pink. It's on the Discord. It's right there. It's a good resource. Oh, wait. What did you say the scientific name was? It's a hat, uh, poison ass frog. Murder <laughs> frog. It has it on the name. It's a D. Official D name is Don't Look <laughs> I don't think that's a real. That's not a real name. That's literally oh, people. Like, well, how do you? Start, I figured this out. Look, she's a violinist, not a frog. Okay, It looks like a dart frog. Dart frogs don't paralyze. They kill when you okay. touch. It enters your bloodstream. Usually, they have to kill about ten people. But again, oh it needs to be into your bloodstream. Not only that, did you pick that up with gloves? I didn't hear you say you did. No. You have uh, gloves. Uh, I, did. I know I didn't use the gloves. I used a jar. I put it in the thing. <laughs> I used a... Where did you get a jar? If you look at my Discord, you can Where'd you get the jar? jar. Where'd you get a jar? You're Where violinist. Where's the jar? Where is it? Where is it? How do you know to pick up that frog? Tough it with a violin. Yeah, it dots. It's colorful and. Not only that, it's you holding exposed. What if it decided to jump on you or something, huh? Serena, I'm going to need you to re-roll a new character. Yeah. <laughs> About time. I mean... <laughs> well, first of all, I... Ah, first of all, I, don't come here trying to steal my job. I'm not trying to steal your job. I just want this poison frog. Why do you have to be so obtuse about it? Serena, because I have to go through so much bullshit to get a poison thing. You, see. It up. you have to go through so much bullshit to get a poison thing. Every episode, you have 17 new poisonous things. I'm not going to answer the whole fish. damn world. You want the whole damn world. Yeah, I because it's a profession. You're a violinist. I'm actually a killer, but thank you. And I use poison. Still. Still, it's part of my profession. How? I don't know. Uh, this is my killer? career. I, my career is to kill people. Yep, I am. We, we, uh, we, um, this is the character I was trying to make with uh, uh, Wookie. Like, Serena, you right? see dashing behind you. One of the cultists duck into this back room and close the door. That's not with me. And then you are going to get smacked. Wait, who? 
Wow. Uh, go ahead and roll a dodge roll for. Well, I guess you don't need to. Yeah, this uh, cultist tries to smack you with the scythe. Um, so I'm gonna guy. I'm gonna tell you guys when you're being attacked. You need to tell me whether you're attacking them back or dodging, and then I'm gonna roll. <laughs> I'm rolling too quickly. Fucking this up. I'm sorry. That cultist disappears into that room. That cultist takes a swing at Serena. Coming from behind. Can you delete cultist dead and actually like ping whenever a cultist moves? Because you're saying that cultist went there, but I don't. Okay, that one. I'm moving them around. Oh my god, what's happening? Because you said the cultist went by Serena, but this is nowhere near Serena. Nah, she just yeah, saw this one me. move, and equally, Dr. Imbervius and Francis, you see a cultist duck behind the one you're currently engaged with into the back room that you have Isn't not Isn't this one into. the one that Frank shot? No, while he's standing in the same position, that is another cultist. See, this is why you have to talk. Yep, I gotta describe it, you're right. And, I mean, imagine the nightmare situation for the listeners who are listening to a podcast with maps. Yeah, I love uh, a new podcast I found called "Well, There's Your Problem." It's a podcast with slides. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah it's nice. really good. Get on. It's fine. It's great. They describe a bunch of engineering disasters, and they're like, well, here's a picture of the bridge collapsed into the river on top of a bunch of people. <laughs> nice. I like your vision, So he ducks in there, takes and misses you, and that's going to bring it to uh, coming behind you like a freight train. Little horse, you are almost knocked over as Jack Brady leaps past you guys. And he's going to disappear back into this room where that final cultist has disappeared. Roger Carlisle. Go ahead and come up here. I'll take out a 45 and take a shot at this cultist and currently engaged with Dr. Imbervius. It's a good roll. If he uh, missed me with uh, his sight, can I take an initiative to like use my uh, uh, my violin string and wrap it around his arm and like try to hog tie him down? Oh, out. Maybe, maybe cut it a little bit to fucking stop. Get his ass. I'm pushing it! I failed. I break my friend. That's what I get for trying to be cool. Unfortunately, the cult is a little too slippery. However, you hear a 45 crack, and half of this guy's cultist brain, engaged with Dr. Imbervius, is no longer attached to his head. That's what I'm talking about, NPCs, you need to do your shit. That's what I'm talking about. 
almost surprised. Yeah, Roger is going to grin and be like, yeah, take that, you c c cunt, uh, cunt cultist, yeah. Well, at least you okay. didn't go racist, and I approve. Nah, it's not worth it. No, totally, man. I mean, if you're funny and racist, I think Tony Hinchcliffe taught us all that it's, uh, you can be racist against Asians as much as you want. If you're funny. Yeah. No, no. That's a funny situation, but, um... We are in a odd time where people are like throwing out accusations uh, of people uh, against people like, hey, this guy's racist against people who are not racist and have actually done a lot of people, a lot of good for minorities in their communities. But uh, we're getting off, getting off the subject. So that is going to bring us back up to the top. This final, or this cult member here. I'll go ahead and delete that cult member because he doesn't have any brains in his skull anymore. This point, this cultist also engaged with Dr. Bane is in a bit of a surrounded situation. I'm going to attack Dr. Ambervius. What would you like to do? Uh, continue to dodge because I don't have a weapon on hand right now. All right, go ahead and roll your dodge. You successfully dodge out of the way. It is your move. Cool. How close is he? You just missed with this nasty-looking sickle. No, like, is he close enough for me to, like, kiss him on the cheek? If you lean in. All right, I want to stuff one of the pufferfish grenades into his mouth and pull the pin. <laughs> yeah, like in Castlevania, when Belmont gets the Morningstar whip into a vampire's mouth, you watch it expand and his face puff up like it's really, really full, and then... <laughs> you guys duck out of the way as he erupts into poisonous mist. He's toast. That's like a concentrated version of it. Oh, yeah, he's toast. Doesn't get much more concentrated than in your mouth. Jack Brady, by some miracle, slams the door shut right as all the poisonous fumes waft towards him. Nice. Lucky Jeff. But now you have to worry about the one guy another guy. I mean, I'm gonna open the door anyway and go on after him. Uh, naturally, naturally. Uh, assuming he would have moved out of the range of the deadly gas by then. No, let him get a taste. It is still your turn and you do have your movement. Then yeah, walking into the room. Alright, now this was the pufferfish grenade? Yep, the one that causes gambling addiction. Go ahead and roll up, uh... Yeah, roll I up did. some damage. Oh, what was the damage Two on damage. it? Two damage. Ten. Why are you going to kill all our NPCs? Or 
NPC should have been prepared. There's Jack stats. He does not have enough fat. He should have. He should have. Uh, he's a pretty brawny guy. He should have a uh, pretty high AP or HP. Besides, if push comes to shove, I can get him an antidote. Wait, it's pufferfish. There's not really an extra as you open up this door, you see Jack and this final cultist running towards this back room, bursting through this door and this second door in this tiny little hallway. They run back into this room back here. Oh man, save her, save her, Jack. And you watch just as that cultist gets into that back room, he falls to his knees and then onto his face in a heavy thud. Good. He's not moving. Oh, wait, they both got poisoned? Damn. You watch as Jack holds up a handkerchief over his mouth and coughs heavily, starting to turn pink. Ooh. Can I first aid him? Well. Oh, wait, no. You step into this room hey, and you see something interesting. The pavilion in which this cultist ducks under from the garden and sprints through. You follow him and you see now that there is this Buddha statue underneath the pavilion in which head has been turned revealing a secret tunnel behind the statue into a hidden shrine. As you hurry through the side, this narrow passageway, you see the walls covered in these small alcoves, vials, some glowing, some dark as the night, pulling in all light, seem to be some kind of extracted fluids from the garden outside, a repository that you hurry through into this back room. You also notice a lot of guns. A lot of poisoning guns in that little alcove. But... Can I just Fuck take yeah. <laughs> yeah, can I just take the poison? <laughs> I, I care not for guns. You take note of it, and passing through to Jack as he coughs violently, you see in this back room some interesting things. Beyond the door is a small room about 20 feet square with a ceiling 12 feet high. Inside, a statue of the bloated woman dominates the room while nearby is a tall teak cabinet. Although, that's not the first thing that your eyes are immediately drawn to. A glass coffin in the corner of the room containing a woman. You watch as Jack spittles up these little flecks of blood all over this glass coffin, looking down at the woman within, trying to figure out a way to free her. Wow. Wow. And as yeah, you what's approach, wrong with you, Yeah, once first to aiding him, can I give him some of the recuperative ointment? 
he takes it from you and absentmindedly tries to repair himself and seeing that you're trying to help him and that he is actively dying of a toxin, he takes the time and sees the wisdom in it. You look over and see above this coffin a tiny cage with two fat rats positioned directly over the woman's head. Oh, is this like that medieval torture where they put the rats in the bucket and they put fire on top of the bucket? Yes. That'd be cool. Ah, oh, that's so cool. However, as you look over this contraption, appreciating <sighs> its ingenuity, you see that the cage containing the rats is movable and can be positioned over any one of these different seven compartments. Six splitting the body equally and then one over the head. You look down at one of the legs and see where the body of Miss Cho has been terribly scarred and gnawed away by the rats. You meet her eyes and you see horribly panicked madness. Is that a little horse? I'm sorry. Um, well. Did we kill this last guy or is he still alive? You're about the guy next to you? Yeah. No, not a guy. The guy right in front of you is barely still standing. He is bleeding out heavily. Most of his blood is on the floor, in fact. I'm oh, just... so he's the one that got shot in the head, right? What's my speed? I believe your movement... Damn it. It's probably going to be around like 10. I'm looking for it. Hang on. Fuck it. I don't know where it is. Uh, I'm going to head north. I'll I'm say that you for. can get into that first room. You step onto this outdoor shrine and see that the statue of Buddha has had its head turned around twice, revealing a secret passageway that you look down into. How do you do that? Gotcha. Is there like a shift or something? Drag or something? Alright, cool. Movement. It's around eight. An investigator can move a number of yards up to five times their movement value in one round. What's what's the movement value? <laughs> if both dexterity and strength are equal or less than size, movement is equal to seven. If either strength or dexterity is equal to or greater than size, or if all three are equal, movement is eight. If both strength and dexterity are greater than size, movement of nine. All right, so all in, I can actually get to the Buddha. I, I think that's what this is. I can move nine. Same. Nine times five, right? Well, if he's dead, I'm going to go meet up with them. Nine times five, that would be 45 yards of movement in one turn. So yeah, you just get to the cusp of that secret passage behind the statue, and you see in the alcoves all the different poison vials and guns. I want to go over there too. Can we just kill this guy and head in there? Yeah. Yeah, he only had one hitch point left. You kind of push him over. Yeah. Oh, can I, t I push him into the into the water so he can feed the fishes? 
Yeah, and the octopus immediately starts eating him. I took him all. Oh, yeah, yeah. You push him over into the pond. He just drowns. Nothing eats him. (laughs) Uh, And you guys all make your way into this back room. The glass coffin. Wait. I'm going to grab me a gun. What type of guns does he got in here? All sorts of guns. You see that they go back a long time, some more than a hundred years old. You just see some rough cuts of hewn wood, antiques. You also find some alcoves just piled up with modern guns. It seems like Ho likes to have not only the traditional antique and collector's item, but also a healthy ability to defend himself. Is there uh, any uh, shotguns or a minigun or anything like that? It takes your time as you look it over. Now this room is dominated by a giant... uh, At the end of the short passage, Iron Grill work guards a locked door behind which you guys all come through and... The statue of the bloated woman dominates the entire room. It's about eight feet tall and depicts what is a woman. She looks humanoid, other than a long trunk that comes out of her face. So she's like an elephant. Is that art? The statue? No, like a... Server, you posted the the fat lady on in the art. Is that it? That is the bloated woman. Yes. Which one? And, uh, that is lady. concerning in some sense. Reported for nudity. <laughs> I should you should have put a spoiler <laughs> on that. You're right. <laughs> See a nipple. I don't even think that counts. It's just so <laughs> decrepit. It's not exactly attractive. You're right. You got an art. Oh, art. She looks like she stinks. Oh. Oh wow. Nice. Uh, Sexy. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I make a sarcastic joke. Thank you very much. No. I'm not. <laughs> look, at, look at those uh, bruise marks and the blood and the. Is she like. Was she like. Is she floating in. Okay, that's, this is what we see? That's horrifying. Ominously. You all feel pressure, and that uneasy, anxious feeling grows and grows until it threatens to overwhelm you. You look around and see the same panic rising up in everyone. And then you look down, and looking at Miss Choi inside of the coffin, you follow her gaze up towards the ceiling. I'm gonna take my guns and nope. And what you see on the ceiling are giant red Chinese characters. I'm going to need everyone to make a power roll. Alright. 
Ow! 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 Oh, Is there a way to push it, or am I just fucked? No. Oh, I just one luck oh. to get myself to success. Okay, uh, I'm well, gonna go ahead. Power might be I'm I gonna go ahead and do you guys a favor. Yeah. This is a hard power roll. The I got only a hard person success. to succeed is Dr. Ambervius. The rest of you all watch Dr. Ambervius continue to look at the ceiling with a curious look in our face as you leave your bodies. Your incorporeal spirits are pulled up into the lettering on the ceiling and you're immediately assaulted by a wave of wailing cries and screams as hundreds of voices who have previously been trapped in the ceiling assault you with psychic energy. You are trapped in a churning psychic vortex of chaos. Uh, That's why we leave this campaign. (laughs) Oh, no, we're not done yet. I love me a cliffhanger, but this is a trap. Nice. I need Francis, uh, Serena, and Little Horse, everyone who has been pulled and trapped into the ceiling of the bloated woman to make a sanity check. (laughs) Yes. Well, is this a sanity roll we want to pass or not? Oh, yes. You always want to pass your sanity rolls. You guys hear the screaming and it wrenches and tears at the back of your mind, but you hold on. The madness. It's overwhelming. It's only a matter of time before it pulls you in. I need everyone to make another power roll as you try and reach out and pull yourselves out of the painting. I pushed my... Is this one another hard, or is it just a regular power? It's hard. Oh, shit. Oh, no, I don't even have... A... I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna... Do I notice I... that they're not in their bodies? You look around, and you immediately see your friends stop reacting and go into catatonic states. Shoot them, things! Shoot them, ones! Words. Do I know that they're staring at the ceiling like that? Doesn't look normal. I know, but are they staring at the ceiling while they're in the canatonic state? Yes, they look like turkeys in a rainstorm, just open mouth. Can I just chloroform everybody? I'll say that Dr. Ambervia starts going around and chloroforming everyone. I need you all to make another sanity check as the screams bear into your souls. Uh-oh. Francis, roll a d4. Little horse, roll a d4. Damn. <laughs> Both of you lose one sanity as the whales continue to reek. Um, all right. Wait, someone else failed. Someone else uh, just rolled a success, right? Oh, Serena. Yeah, go ahead and roll a d4 as well, please, for sanity. 
Oh wait, you succeeded I in your sanity succeeded, check. I'm sorry. Um, what I got confused on was the power roll. Yeah, everyone failed their power roll. All right, so no sanity loss for Serena as the wailing continues. I need you guys to make another power roll to try and wrench yourselves out of the ceiling. Oh, does chloroforming them not help? Woo! Wait. Little Horst and Frank, you immediately find some way to tear yourselves out and you pull and Take looking behind the you, damn room. you feel the uh, souls. You also, Little Horst and Francis, you feel each other's souls and looking around for a moment, you feel Serena still trapped, unable to make her way out and you reach out, grabbing hold of her soul and pulling her down back into your bodies. Oh, well, that's a cheat. I need... Thank you. I need Dr. Bane to roll a D3. Oh, Serena. Yes, you feel yourself being pulled by your friends back into your body. You are so close to being trapped in the ceiling forever and being driven mad. But your friends looking out for you saw that your soul was about to be returned. And then right as you are about to take your first breath, a rag goes over your mouth and you inhale a bunch of chloroform, immediately passing out, struggling with the strong hands of Dr. Ambervius. You're <laughs> as you feel your consciousness slip away after just having returned to your body. Uh, no, I'm cool with this. This is fine. This is my sad thing. And as you guys, Jack, helping Jack Brady no. and Roger Carlyle free Miss Choi out of the glass coffin and picking up Serena's limp form, you guys' secret out of the mansion in the dead of night, recovering your flower girl and discovering some of the mysteries here in Shanghai. We're going to leave it there this week. Nice. It's only appropriate. We brought Serena's limp body into this. We're bringing it back out that way. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh. I guess. That's it. She came in blacked out. She's going to leave blacked out. Well, before that happens, I'm adding my uh, shotgun and. I almost killed you right there, Serena. I noticed. It specifically mentions in the module that if the if the investigator's body is unable to receive their soul, then they're trapped in the ceiling forever. Damn. Wait, could you destroy the... the I mean, well, well, it would probably be a little annoying for um, Dark God, obviously. There, there does seem to be a certain joy in creating, essentially, I guess, Ketty in our campaign where every session they die uh, I, i'm <laughs> fine with not dying every session <laughs> 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 
I, I kind of like it. I love Getty, dude. It's fucking yourself, funny. Damn. Oof. No, it would be a pain in the ass re-rolling a new character every week, but I mean, character Kenny's just a staple. That's just a fun character. Come on, meow. Nice. And just so I don't have to do this next week. Okay, so we're going to be off for a few weeks. I will post uh, some of the clues that you guys picked up in the mansion. In this particular room, there's a giant teak cabinet that has a bunch of stuff in there. I'll post the clues contained within. It seems like there is some... Um... Can we just say we grabbed everything and put it in a bag and have it? We can like, check it out later. There's a good, there's another good trap. God, there's so many good traps in this mansion. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I wanted to burn it down. Your goddamn NPCs <laughs> going away. Mansion's right, on hold. When only. I wake up, when I wake up, we can burn this place down. All right, I got a boogie then. Uh, oh, Wookie, how long? Where the hell are you going? Two weeks. Fourth of July party up in Seattle, Washington. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, you're going to bring, can I go with you? Um, yeah, man, you're invited. Yeah, you're invited. Everyone's invited. Thought about it. It's quite the uh, plane ride. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I mean, uh, that is the thing. It's uh, travel. I'd be happy to see y'all there, but I understand if you can't make it, as it is a long ass way. But uh, wait, man. That's my Next game should be on the 12th of uh, the next month of July. Next month of July? July 12th. July 12th. The 12th of July. The, the day yeah. after the 11th. But the day before the I can't 13th. believe we're going to be missing two games. It'll be good. I got a lot of catching up to do on some of the... Some of the shimori here. I will be honest that I haven't even read this chapter. So it'll be good to... You know, Ooh, do my... Le do the legwork as a DM. But until we... Wow play again in a few weeks guys thank you very much for playing good night all right thank you good uh, since you're going to be gone for two weeks can you go through some of this housekeeping stuff now of course oh we're gonna do some housekeeping what's happening Oh, for me, I know I have a lot of stuff. Mainly, the damages and effects of the poisons I picked up, what the six books are, and I think oh, that's... Oh yeah, my frog. Can I get my... understand what my frog is? Forget your frog. Uh, 